0: You already know your credit score is important to basically every financial aspect of your life. But what you may not realize is there are behaviors that you may be doing on a daily basis that are negatively impacting your score. And in today's episode, we're going to learn about those behaviors. Welcome back to MHV's Off the Trail. I'm your host, Mary Claire, and today we're joined by Aaron Lindo, a consumer loan underwriter here at the credit union. Aaron, thank you for coming back on the show.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Um, You are just an absolute wealth of information when it comes to credit, so I know that these are valuable episodes to our listeners. And today, we're going to talk about behaviors that people may not necessarily realize are actually hurting their score. So let's dive right in. What's the first one you have for us?
1: All right. Well, I would say like probably the most common thing that people do is um uh, just leaving, leaving larger balances on their credit cards, um, you know, using them frequently. I think a lot of people um, that I've talked to anyway have told me that they believe that, you know, they should be using their cards and and spending a lot of money on them um, in order to get credit history or or get their score to go up. But in actuality, um, you don't want to do that. In actuality, like keeping balances on those cards um, will actually drop your score. So the best way to actually manage your credit card when you're talking about your credit score is to pay off your balance in full um, every pay period, every billing cycle that you get. Um, because that's actually the best thing you can do. So you're still getting your, your history for using it. Um, but you're not hurting yourself by leaving balances on it. And, you know, I've heard people say, oh, don't leave any more than 30%. I've had people say don't leave any more than 50%. And, you know, they're, they're not wrong. But the best possible thing is to just literally be 0%. Right? I mean, right. you're, you're, you're on a sliding scale, the more, the more you leave on your card the lower your score will end up um, if it tracks that number. So,
0: so I've, heard, like- I've heard that same advice, Aaron, like, oh, you got to use your card. But I guess if you're using it, like does it matter if it's like a little purchase or a big purchase? I mean, can you buy something does not, small?
1: No, it does not make a difference. The credit bureaus don't care if you spend $1,000 on your bill or a dollar. When you make a payment on your credit card, all it sees is that you made an on-time payment. That payment could be a dollar. It could be a thousand dollars. They don't know the difference, so it really doesn't impact the score that way. That's why I often tell people, especially if they don't have a lot of credit history or credit cards, um, to just make one purchase that they will remember. You know, something like your gas or your Dunkin' Donuts in the morning, or whatever you normally do in your routine. Um, that way, it's manageable. It's small. It's easy to pay off. You don't get trapped. You know, with too much on your card, can't catch up on it. It's a good way to make sure you're not going to get in trouble there. Um, but if you do end up having to make larger purchases on your cards, it's it's very important to try to get those balances back to zero as soon as possible, because it will definitely impact your score the more you leave on it. You know, if you have a certain limit, the closer you get to that limit on your cards is, you know, it's going to make your score drop the most.
0: Okay, excellent. That's a good one. Uh, what else do you have for us?
1: Um, I would say the other, the, probably the second thing would be uh, just applying for new credit, like inquiries. Um, a lot of people don't realize that when they apply for lots of things in a short period of time, um, those those add up pretty quick. They can drop your score. Um, you know, if you apply for five or six credit cards a year, uh, that can cost you quite a few points doing that, um, especially if you also happen to have to buy a car that year as well, or you had to apply for a mortgage that year also. All those things cumulatively Um, impact your score. So the best thing to do is if you know um, that you're going to have to apply for credit for some reason, like, let's say, you know, you're going to be buying a car or, you know, you're going to be applying for a mortgage, try your best not to apply for anything else, right? Like if you were looking at, you know, that credit card you really wanted, like, I really want to get a capital one venture card or something, or, you know, any, any specific card that you had your eye on, might be a good idea to wait on that application until you um establish the loan you're looking to get that year like uh, the car or the mortgage because those inquiries will cost you points so a good way to do it is to just balance over time what pieces of credit you are looking for um, instead of trying to put them all into a small amount of time right it's never a good idea to apply for a whole lot of things in a year um, because the inquiries track on a year-to-year basis. So um, if you wait a year, it's better than to just put it all in the same 12-month period.
0: So a year, you're saying a year is a good time frame. Your your score should recover from that inquiry, That's yes. just from that inquiry within that year.
1: Correct. So like um, you, you have the, the biggest point loss for the first 12 months that your inquiry shows up. It will show up for two years on your credit report, but the first year is where you see that big impact on the score. And from what I've seen, the credit bureaus tend to punish you more the more you apply. So um, I believe that if you apply for like 10 things in a very short period of time, it may hurt your score more than each individual thing over time. Um, I think it uh, actually scales down that way. I don't know the exact numbers because they do change them a lot. Um, But from what I've seen, Mm -hmm. right, it seems like, you know, you apply for one or two things, you might lose five points on an inquiry. But if you apply for 15 things, I mean, you could lose 100 points. Right. Okay. So
0: that's it's, significant.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And some people kind of don't realize that, you know, they, they, you know, maybe they're shopping around for credit cards and they're like, you know, what? I'm just going to apply for every single card that they offered me on credit karma or something. Um because they, they said that I'll get a proof for all of them and maybe I'll get two out of 10, you know? Well, you apply for 10, that's 10 inquiries. <laughs> so your score is going to yeah. take a pretty big hit from that. Even if you do get them or don't get them, um, you got to be careful when you do that. That's why I tell people to really do their research. You know, if there's a credit card you really want, try to find the best card that suits you mm-hmm. um, rather than just apply for a whole bunch. Um, that way you minimize your damage from all those inquiries. You
0: know. Yeah, that's um, that's I didn't really know that it could impact your score that much. I mean, a hundred oh, yeah. points is. We've seen whew.
1: we've seen some pretty low scores from large numbers of inquiries. I mean, you'd be surprised how. How many things people will apply for in a year? Sometimes, yeah,
0: <laughs> it's so tempting too, right? You see, like mm-hmm. the, the you know the zero balance transfer or the zero no, percent intro rate, or the sh- right out. now, yeah. <laughs> I and
1: mean, if you think about how many people are on stuff like you know Intuit, mints yeah. credit, credit Credit Sesame, right? All those things they all make their money by advertising to you, saying we have these great credit card selections for you to try out. You know, check out these great deals, and they're listed all right there. You just hit one button. And you're applying for that card now. Um, yeah. So it is tempting. And you can potentially drop your score quite a bit if you just go ahead and hit yes on all those things. Right.
0: So. Yeah. Like you said, even yeah. if you don't actually take the card out, the damage is done with the...
1: Correct. Even if you don't get approved for that card, that increase will cost you those points, regardless of whether you get it or not. So. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's so that's cool. two. Do you have a third one for us?
1: Um, well, I mean, obviously, like, aside from just not you know, not paying on time, which is, of course, number one, um, just be careful of miscellaneous bills, right? Things like, you know, a random um, medical bill where for some reason your deductible wasn't covered or something like that. These things will miscellaneously show up in the mail. And a lot of times people may throw them out, shred them, not realize they're important. And then the next thing you know, it ends up as a collection account on your credit for it. And it can be something really stupid that you probably don't deserve to have on there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we see it all the time, you know, $40 copay here, um, you know, yeah. random, I forgot to pay something for one year here. Um, and then the next thing you know, you just take a huge hit, right? Yeah. Oscar credit for for something that you probably should have just been able to deal with very easily. Um, so definitely try to keep an eye on that stuff if you do get a bill in the mail and you don't recognize what it is um find out right don't just ignore it like call make sure it's legit make sure that it's not something you owe um because you don't want to ignore it for too long it could end up on your credit report Mm -hmm. which will definitely drop your score so that, that's probably the, the top three, I think, um, of things that are relevant because those are what we see most often. right? We see people with really good credit pay everything on time, do everything right, and then want something like a copay, medical copay from a dentist's office or some random thing they went to that for some reason didn't go through. The insurance company probably sent them a letter saying, hey, this didn't go through. Please pay this you know, $50 to here. They threw it out or shredded it, never knew, never got a phone call and they ignore it for two years and then the next thing you know bam it's it's hitting their credit report for a collection account that they should have they could have just paid for sure yeah. so we don't want to see that happen to our members of course it's always always difficult because you know you never want to tell someone that their score is low because of something that was avoidable um I know it's no fun and they'll say well I didn't know and then you're like yep yeah.
0: Yeah, (laughs) it happens. It does. And you know, Aaron, um, Sarah and I talk a lot about because sometimes medical bills can be big, but you still don't want to ignore those either. You still want to reach out and talk to people and try to come up with a payment plan because at least if you're doing that, it's not going to probably not going to impact your score like ignoring it.
1: I mean, yeah, nine times out of 10, if you approach a creditor that you owe money to, can you work something out where you're actively communicating and you're actively trying to make payments toward it and they haven't yet put it on your credit, they likely will not do it as long as you're keeping that communication channel open and making an effort to satisfy what you owe. Right. The only time it ends up on your credit generally with those type of things is when you ignore them, Right. If you ignore them and you just pretend they don't exist, you don't make an effort, you don't call them back. That's when they end up there. Um, but most, especially with medical, like, student loans, all those things. Like if you're communicating and you're trying to make it work and you're getting into a payment plan or doing whatever you can afford, you're going to avoid those hits on your credit for sure, right? They just want you to make an effort, right? The last resort that they do is hit the credit report, right? They usually, that's not where they go first. So just always keep that line of communication open. If you're ever in a hardship, you know, it's a great, great thing to do. I know it can be stressful to do that. But it really can protect your score quite a bit if you just keep on top of those things. So,
0: And your stress level, (laughs) just knowing (laughs) you're taking care of it rather than it's sitting over there waiting for you.
1: Exactly. (laughs) You know, a lot of people don't realize just how big an impact ignoring something and having it hit your score can be, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it can be the difference between getting approved for a car or not or paying a lot more in interest that you, you know, probably don't want to have to pay. Right, right.
0: Aaron, this was excellent information. Thank you so much for sharing it. Um, any last minute tips?
1: Um, well, I would say you know, just stay vigilant, monitor, you know, use the resources you have to make sure you keep track of you know, what your score is doing, what's on your report, use the resources that we have on the website, you know, tell, you, tell you how to take care of that, and keep track of everything. Mm-hmm. But that's the best thing you can do, right? It's always good to know right never never be in the dark you know make sure you have an idea of what your credit looks like where it's going Mm -hmm. and uh, as long as you do that you should be in pretty good shape
0: yeah excellent thank you so much for coming back on the show Aaron we appreciate it
1: yep you're welcome thanks for having me
0: and thank you for tuning in as always if you have any suggestions for an episode email us at podcast at com, and we will see you next time when we go off the trail